Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Last Spin Podcast. My name is Mike, along with Dylan Godino, the man, the myth, the legend when it comes to LaughSpin.com. What's up, buddy? I'm a legend? Am I really? At Last Spin, you are, yeah. Yeah, I guess I am. I created something, so I'm automatically a legend. The you legend. are. You are. You are. Uh, How boy. are you? I'm all right. How are you, buddy? I'm hot. This is the worst. I don't know how hot you are in your place, but... Ugh, it is the worst day ever right now. It's a little sticky. It's, it's a little gross. sticky. Gross. I hate this kind of weather. Ugh. Yeah, it's the worst. It's like uh it's like a terrarium. I had to go to uh my um my four year old's like back to school night thing tonight. Yeah. And I just it was just me talking to his teachers, just trying not to sweat profusely. It was awful. Everything is sweating. Like li- like the table the table that I'm sitting at is sweating. The, really? Just, it wood is every every substance on earth is sweating because it's hot right now. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, it's not just hot. It's very it's very humid. It's humid. It's disgusting. It's yeah. very it's it's very moist. Ugh, love it. <laughs> Speaking of moist, Jim Norton interviews on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm so you know. I gotta say, sometimes I really hate listening ba- listening back to uh my interviews because yeah. i just you know i think i i should have asked certain things or i should have i you know i'm i am very bad self-confident so I, you know i just always second guess myself i have to say i'm really pleased with this jim norton interview as so, you should be man it, it was good i, oh, I thank, listened to the whole thing you. through and uh it's it's really good jimmy obviously is comfortable with you um he, yeah he, you've obviously known him for a little while and uh he's got um he's got some he's got some great answers for you some some things that maybe he doesn't really necessarily talk about when he does the old you know uh the radio gauntlets when they have their little interviews with him and he's he's got some pretty good takes on things and plus the best part about it is jimmy can be uncensored when he talks with you which is great so yeah it's a good it's a good listen it's definitely a good listen thank you thank you so yeah if you guys are are listening now uh by all means go to itunes or soundcloud or stitcher and uh download that episode it's the the previous episode episode 70 i believe um of the laugh spin podcast so do go and listen to that cool um you have to excuse me because I only, only know him as Taco. I know he's, I know he, I know his name is John. What is it? It's 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 like Canadian or something, right? Go ahead, try to do it. Oh God, um, it's French. It is. It's John Lejoie. Lejoie. That's it, really? Yeah. Ew. There's, there should be some more letters in that name. <laughs> it's like <laughs> two other letters in that name. John Lejoie, yeah, he's Taco on the league. But before he even joined the league, uh, I knew him from YouTube. He was yeah, he was writing writing hilarious songs and making videos for them. And uh, I'm sure you have seen the uh, the Miley Cyrus video from the mm-hmm. VMAs that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everyone is freaking out about. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to kick off the show the uh, with the newest song he wrote. Uh, 
I don't even know what it's called. I think it's called You're a Good Girl, Miley, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is it's his reaction to everybody else's reaction to the Miley Cyrus performance, wherein she was like more than half naked and stuff. And I think he really hits the nail on the head. And it's a very funny song and it's uh, very well written and catchy. So I wanted to listen to it now. Here you are. Topless women in our music videos We want pop stars acting like they're in a porno You know we want it and we get in what we ask for But then when Miley does it, we say, oh my God, no Why she acting like a hoe? This is so wrong, we all object Where did she get the idea to act like a sexual object? I suspect she is on drugs, I think she's losing her mind Did you see her shaking her ass on TV singing blurred lines? Which is such a wholesome song I can't believe she ruined it Her slutty moves made Robin thick Look misogynistic What a bitch makes me sick Doesn't she have ethics? How dare she try to use sex to sell pop music We want topless women in our music videos We want pop stars acting like they're in a porno You know we want it and we get in what we ask for But then when Miley does it we say oh my god no The lines no longer blur, you crossed it and upset the nation Don't get us wrong, we're super cool with objectification But it's hard to watch you play that part, we've known you for too long So please go back to singing the Hannah Montana theme song And we'll go back to watching others do exactly what you did And we won't be offended cause we cannot picture them as kids And we'll be cool with videos of women prancing around naked And it won't be sexist as long as the song is a number one hit We want topless women in our music videos We want pop stars acting like they're in a porno You know we want it and we get in what we ask for But then when Miley does it we say oh my god no Miley Oh Miley You're upsetting everybody By acting so slutty Unlike the other pop stars Unlike the other pop stars There he is Taco John Lajoie <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I you know it's funny it, I, what do you what did you think about this whole thing cuz this this is a story that just seems that will just doesn't seem to die it's it's i mean it's it's the same it's the same shit everybody wants to be shocked everybody nobody is honestly shocked mm-hmm. everybody wants to be shocked it's it's entertaining for them to feel like they're part of something you know it, it was entertaining enough to see her act like a complete insane person mm-hmm. on the vmas but it's i mean what do, was the performance absurd and ridiculous and stupid of course Mm. is 95 percent of the things you see on the vmas or on mtv absurd and stupid yes this is no different than you know britney spears making out with madonna that one year it reminded me of that yeah i mean give me a break i mean uh, whatever so people just need to 
they just need to feel like they're part of something, like they're reacting to something. <laughs> and and CNN.com had it like as their top story the night, the day after. Mm. And The Onion, I, I, I highly suggest our listeners check out The Onion's response to that. Um, it, you know, it's it's all stu- it's all stupid. Yeah, it's fluff. I think it's uh, there. You know, I'm not I'm not a very big conspiracy guy, but when this stuff lingers like this, you have a you. I, I get this. Like sometimes I get this feeling like, why is this story not dying? Like, are they distracting us from something else? <laughs> is, is my social security <laughs> number being taken from me right now? Like, what is happening? Like this, like this was like Joe Biden's plan or something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like we're gonna fucking like we're invading Syria as we speak, probably. Like, and nobody, yeah. nobody realized it because they're like, did you see Miley Cyrus do the thing with the guy? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right, let's get into the comedy news, shall we? Yes. Okay. Comedy news. Aziz Ansari, who you may know from Parks and Rec and from his numerous comedy specials and so on and so on and so on. He's uh, he's doing a book. He's He's got a $3.5 million advance, Jesus, to write a relationship book. But not just any relationship book. It's one that tackles the uh, the nuances of these newfangled whatchamacallits and thingamajigs that everybody has, this new technology <laughs> that happens here and there with, uh, you know, the Facebooking and the texting and the, the twexting and the Twittering and the, I'm, yes, I'm, get off my lawn. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, it's, that's it a- should, be, should be pretty interesting. What else you got on this? That's exactly right. He's he's doing this whole book, and you know, I, I think it's I think it's interesting because I caught him a few weeks ago, or maybe a month or two months ago, at the Comedy Cellar in New York, and he was just you know working out new material, and I noticed that a lot of his material is a relationship based, and b a lot darker and kind of I don't want to say bitter or angry, but it was mm. it was definitely darker material than I've uh, you know have have previously seen on his specials so um i was never a huge aziz anzari fan but if his new hour is reflective of um what i saw at the cellar you know a few months ago i i think i'm going to start to like his material a bit better because he was definitely definitely maturing and definitely getting a little angrier and a little deeper and a little darker and i sort of like that stuff so that's um, cool. i, th- I think uh, yeah i think this book might be uh might be interesting and he's not it's not just going to be like a barrage of essays about his ill-fated attempts to get laid and his bad relationships it sounds like he's actually going to do some research he's going to get into the field and interview some some people and and report back and and actually do you know he's a smart guy he's a smart educated guy so he could probably do a somewhat funny and academic type book so yeah i'm looking forward to it cool so yeah he's uh, not taking this this amazing advance of 3.5 million to, to lightly he's actually going to be putting some work in and, and trying to make a, a a really good book so we'll see we'll see what uh, turns up with it very nice very nice good for him uh david tell one of my favorite favorite comedians of all time is hosting an uncensored comedy series and it's gonna and he's also gonna be filming a new uh special for comedy central uncensored comedy series this is unprecedented for comedy central yeah um which yeah. is amazing because if insomniac was uncensored i think it'd still be running today it's it's just a that was such an amazing show um that he did with uh with comedy central way back when i actually still have like best of insomniac on dvd at my place here 
Um, Do you? Yeah, I fucking love that show. That show was great. That show, that show made me want to go to Alaska so bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, then he did the reboot of the Gong Show, and now he's got this uncensored comedy show coming to Comedy Central. Is there any? Is there any word about what time this is going to air? I, I I have not heard yet, but I have to assume it's going to be you know uh, like midnight, something like that. Yeah. Uh, they used to do the secret stash shows where they yeah, just would yeah. would, yeah. would replay comedy specials, but and movies too. I think they would do like that. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. And uh, yeah, and they would just leave the bleeps out. But this is produced um, with the express purpose of having it uncensored. So no word as to uh, as to which comedians are going to be on uh, the special. But um, yeah, so Dave's going to host, you know, basically like a showcase um, stand up comedy series. And like you said, he's going to do his own. He's going to do a new stand up special. So. So is this um, is this going to be kind of like um, the same uh, flavor as like uh, Jim Norton's Down and Dirty when he tried to do that? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be like a cross between that, which I believe was on HBO, right. and maybe like the John Oliver sh- show. Okay, okay, um, I get it. You know, it's basically one well-known comedian hosting, bringing on um, other, you know, known or up-and-coming comedians. Cool. That's that's the sense I get. And if you haven't watched it, um, I really suggest you do. Since t- 2011, Nattel's been doing uh, Dave's Old Porn. It's a show that's on Showtime where basically he watches old pornos with um, a special guest, and then he then during the show he brings on the star of the old porno that he's watching. Yeah. Um, as a, as <laughs> as the third as uh, the second guest, and. Uh, let me tell you something. It is phenomenal. Like he, first of all, he treats these people, he, he, he treats these people like his whole thing was he wanted to treat the people that were in the movies like movie stars, not like porn stars. You know what I mean? He wants, right. to, he wants to treat them with respect, which he, had, which he does. And at the same time, there is just some of the funniest, uh, it's like MST3K meets porno. It's just, <laughs> it's fucking perfect. It's, it's a genius concept. It really, really is. Um, so if you haven't watched it, you really should. I, I, uh, I saw the first season and then, uh, then I actually canceled my showtime because it was too much, <laughs> but, uh, but it's a great show. It's a, it's a, it is, it's a really good show. So good for Dave. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing this, this stuff come new stuff coming from him. Uh, speaking about new stuff, uh, DL Hughley, who we talked about, uh, I think last week about a radio show. Yeah. Uh, two weeks he, ago, two weeks ago. Yeah. About a radio show that he's doing. Um, now he's in, de- in development to do a series for FX, which is just growing their comedy library. What's going on with this? Yeah, he's actually now doing, he's developing a show about him doing a radio show. So it's going to be, a, you know, like a semi-autobiographical, you know, like a Louie or like, right. a, uh, like a legit situation. He should do a podcast about the TV show, about the radio <laughs> show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they should do that so yeah so it's it's obviously still in the very early stages mm. but uh dl told me personally that this was happening so uh that was exciting to do that and that same day actually i saw dl perform uh at the stress factory in new brunswick which is if you're on the east coast uh an excellent 
an excellent club that you should you should check out. Cool. And between shows, I have to say this uh, just to prove that I am a comedy insider. Um, I I I I got to talk to DL for like an hour between sets. So he he did his first. He did the early show, and then uh, I went with my brother. My brother and I just hung out with DL and his posse, and he <laughs> rolls with a posse. Does he? Like I've never seen a comedian. He's got two bodyguards. Whoa! Uh, and he's got he's got a posse. Wow! I'll just I'll just say that, and he's super awesome. Yeah, we were just hanging out, having drinks, uh, talking comedy for like a solid hour, literally, until he physically had to walk on stage to perform his second show. Wow! How many people strong do you think you rolled with? Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say. Five, four. Oh, that's not that bad. I thought you were gonna say like twelve. As a for a comedian? Yeah, and it's nuts. Well, but I mean, he's know. not a rapper. You're rocking a pot. You know, you're rocking a posse. I don't know. If you're- I mean, I've hung out with some pretty high-powered comedians who yeah. roll roll with nobody. Yeah, exactly. So that, but yeah, that, so that you're right. Yeah, five is kind of a lot. But at the same time, hey man, good for him. Share the wealth. That's what he's I classy. Say. He's a classy, classy dude. He he's, is a very classy guy. I, re- I really love what he's got to say. He's a good guy. He's old school. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Very neat. All right. Uh, we got more audio for you. Drew Michael, who I'm a little unfamiliar with. I'm not sure about. I don't know. I'm as well, familiar. as well. yeah, there's no reason for you to be familiar with him. He is a, he's a kind of up-and-coming comedian from Chicago. He's part of this comedy collective called Comedians You Should Know, uh-huh. uh, who, uh, you know, they, they do live shows and they've kind of built up a, a following. They're kind of like the beards of comedy. If you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're at all familiar with them, uh, you know, just basically a, a comedy collective uh, of uh, you know, I think there's like four, maybe five stand-up comedians that are part of it. And um, so Drew Michael put out his own album. It's called Lovely. Uh, I listened it listened to it the other day. It is it is good. Um, he's, you know, he's still, I, I think he's under 30. I think he might be 27, 28 years old. Um, he's got a lot to say, definitely in the vein of like a Mark Marin, uh, or, you know, like a Doug Stanhope. Mm. Uh, he's, he's got some interesting things to say a little rough. I think, you know, in a few years he's going to be, he's going to be an excellent comic. I think he's, He's well on his way, so I wanted our listeners to uh, check out a track from his album. Here you go. Introduce him. Drew Michael. Not a big fan of politics. I don't know why people still take politics seriously, like politicians. It's like literally 100% of them are full of shit. 100% of them. They just keep, I'm going to do whatever I got. No, shut the fuck up. This is all a farce. Stop taking them seriously. And then they, then they do something different than what they promised. And people are like, what the fuck? He didn't do what he said. Yeah, he lied. Those are just commercials to get you to buy the product that's him. That's all it is. To get mad at other commercials when their products don't live up to the hype that they've created in the 30-second spot. To email Bud Light angrily like, dear Bud Light, I drank your beer every night last week. Didn't fuck one hot bartender. Like... <laughs> If they showed what actually happens when you drink beer, you would never buy the beer in the first place. They showed a commercial of some dude getting tossed from a 4 a.m. bar and then dragging a sack of Taco Bell back to his one-bedroom apartment, then plopping down on his futon, jerking off into his boxers, then waking up in the morning, eating the gordita for breakfast, and Bud Light. You're not going to buy that beer. 
You're going to be like, oh shit, that's what happens. I'm going to drink juice and go to bed early because I don't want to be that guy. It's the same shit. People get so invested in things that they can identify with. You know, they let them identify with uh, powerful organizations. Sports is like that. Sports gives people an outlet to connect to something powerful so they can achieve something without actually doing shit. Yeah, we won. Now you sat on your fucking couch and ate chicken wings. You didn't do shit. You're not on the team. That's the thing. You're not... You know what I mean? Like, let's enjoy sports. It's entertainment, but you're not on the team. It doesn't matter. Like, when you care that much about something that's not you... Like, if you care that much about Star Wars, you're a dork. Everyone calls you a dork. But why don't we call them sports dorks? They do the same shit as a Star Wars dork. They'll go to the game dressed up like the people that they're going to watch. How is that different than a Jar Jar Binks costume? It's not. It's the same. To walk into a place like, hey, look at me. I'm Soriano. No, you're not. You're somebody who gave up on life like 12 years ago. And now... You're living vicariously through this dude who's richer than you and you're wearing his work clothes. That's weird. It's weird as shit. You have his work uniform on. What's weirder than going into a man's business already donning his uniform? You ever walk into a Best Buy wearing a blue Kyle shirt? You ever do that shit? Hey, Kyle, I got your clothes on. He'd be like, who the fuck are you? You need to leave. I don't know where you got that, but that's weird. No, I'm not going to sign it. You got to go. All right, up and comer, Drew Michael. Very nice, very nice, very nice, very nice. All right, uh, moving on. Um, Maroon 5 frontman Adam Levine, or Adam Levine, and uh, community producer team up for an NBC comedy. I, I, I don't Right? Know. Because I don't when, know. You think com- <laughs> when you think comedy, you think Adam Levine. What, what, what? Uh, this, this, to me, sounds like somebody doing somebody a favor, like... <laughs> yeah, you know I, mean? I don't know. This, this maybe like some backdoor dealings. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Yeah. So yeah, Adam and this guy, um, Gene Hong, who was a producer on community last season. Yeah. Uh when Dan Harmon was was not there. They're doing this show. Um these guys were like best friends, they were roommates. So they're developing a show for NBC. Who knows? It may it may never see it may never see the light of day. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, here's to some much more funnier news. Uh, re- there's a report that Danny McBride is developing a comedy series around Lindsay Lohan. What? <laughs> this is this just sounds like a recipe for fantasticness or or disaster or fantastic disaster. I'm not sure which. Um, yeah. But apparently, uh, Lindsay uh, guest starred on uh, the new season of Eastbound and Down that's coming out, and McBride was kind of uh, taken aback by her skills. And uh, they decided yeah. to just try to, you know, he's, he wants to he wants to revolve a show around her. Um, what, what's your what are your thoughts on this, man? This is this is interesting. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think it could be I think it could be great. You know, she's kind of uh, on you know her her fifth or sixth you know reinvention tour here, <laughs> where right. she she crashes and burns, and then you know. It comes out and and makes it seem like she's getting better. You know, she did the Oprah interview and and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think uh, who knows? I mean, she's she'll probably get like one or two decent jobs, and then she'll end up like shitting in her trailer or something, and then 
you know, the whole, the, the, you know, the whole cycle will, will, will go. I mean, the thing is, is from what I understand, she's an incredibly talented actress. Everybody says that. I don't fucking know. Really? I mean, I, I mean, people say that people say it. she's very talented and what a waste. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll tell you what, Amanda Bynes. I mean, I know she's having a rough go at it right now. Yeah. I, I, she is extremely talented. And I feel really bad for her um, because, I mean, if you watch um, reruns of the Amanda show, that sketch series she was on, I mean, it's it's great. Like, she is great. Really? Really. I'm not even I'm not even being funny here. Wow. Like, she was a talent and I feel bad because she could have been like a really incredible um, comedy actress. Yeah. She could have been like, you know, a Kristen Wiig or a, or a, you know, or a Tina Fey. I mean, Whoa. but name yeah, drop, absolutely, name dropper. absolutely, she could have been. But um, that's not in the cards for everybody. So now I just hope she doesn't die and <laughs> just lives a normal life. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, if anybody can get, uh, I think if anybody can revitalize whatever is left of Lindsay's reputation, it's somebody like Danny McBride who can just yeah make uh, Don Johnson the fucking funniest person on the planet <laughs> when that last season, which was just amazing. Yeah, no, so. you're right. You're absolutely right. I agree. Um, all right. So moving on, Amy Schumer teaming up with Judd Apatow for a comedy flick. Amy Schumer off the heels of uh, getting another season of Inside Amy Schumer. Um, she grabs uh, Judd Apatow to help produce a movie that uh, is going to star her, which is just awesome. I'll, I'll totally see that. And any any concept? I mean, I know she's writing the script, but any idea of uh, what this might be about or anything? No, like that? no. It's it's that early in the process. And in fact, I was going to ask you, yeah. since you're such an Amy Schumer fan, big time. What do you What do you want to see? What mm. do you want to see? I you know what I I don't want to see. I'll tell you what I don't mm-hmm. want. I don't want to okay. see come some, some kind of schmaltzy relationship. You know, it 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 goes sour and then it goes. And then it's great, and then it goes really bad, and then mm-hmm. it maybe becomes good again. You know what I mean? Like one of those things. I, okay. I, I'd rather see. I don't see that happening. Okay, good. I'd ra- I'd. You know what? I would personally rather see. Honestly, is I would like to see a movie about the. I would like to see a movie about Amy's early days in comedy, like er- the early years in comedy, like her trying to like make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like do, doing all the things that maybe she doesn't, she's not too proud of. <laughs> so, so you're talking a semi autobiographical movie? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Because like, I don't, I don't see that happening. I, you know, I, you know, I, I would love to see it because like they kind of touched down that in the, um, in Funny People with Adam Sandler, yeah. like when he was, you know, when, when he was a stand up and like have him, you know, ha- what success was like for him now that right. he's a successful stand up and wanting to go back to it and all that kind of stuff. Like that kind of, that to me felt semi autobiographical, which was very, very cool. And then you look at, you know, I, Apatow stuff, I love the stuff that's honest. I love the parts that are honest. And then where, where he falls is he makes, for, well, first of all, he makes his movies about 25 minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, where he falls is he tries to shove too much in, you know what I mean? It's too much, uh, controversy or not controversy, but, um, 
uh, conflict, too much conflict in, and then he has to make it 25 minutes longer, and it's <laughs> and does you know to <laughs> iron itself out. So it's like, you know, you you would just like to see. I would like to see some kind of semi biographical thing, but honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Then uh, then you know, let's do a female version of the Cable Guy. How about that? That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I here here's here's what I I I feel like they're going to want to take advantage of Amy's kind of very kind of uh, blunt take on sex and sexuality and relationships. Mm. So, I, I mean, I hope that happens. What I hope doesn't happen is that I hope they don't go too far that way where it's just like a bunch of like R-rated fuck scenes. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could see that happening. And then I also but, don't want it to turn into, what was that stupid movie with Anna Faris? Like, what's your number or whatever? Where she, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where she, like, counts how many people she has sex with, and then she's got to get married with to the next one, or else she's going to just be so embarrassed <laughs> forever. <laughs> her parents are going to disown her. Bah. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I think um, I, I I think between Apatow and Schumer, I think I, I think good things are, are are likely going to happen with this. True, true. And then Amy should just get in there in the editing room and just chop off twenty five minutes. That's all I say. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> the biggest fault of all of his movies, man. It wow! Really, it just really is. It's anybody will tell you that too. Um, you know, side yeah. note, you know, Judd Apatow follows Laugh Spin Com on Twitter. Does he? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's it's very it's very nice of him that he does that. That is very nice. Don't get me wrong, man. I love his love his fucking work. His work's great. I really do. I really do enjoy all of his movies. But you know, I the one thing I've I've noticed about him is are his tweets yeah. are like t- usually I, I feel like they feel like twenty five characters too long usually. <laughs> Nice, nice. Good callback. Love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Way to go. All right. Honestly, I, I don't know what the heck this is at all. I was going to... I, I never heard of this until... Um, Bundle? It's it's a huge thing, apparently. They have like 2.5 million customers. What? And they've sold $56 million worth of product. What do they sell? Everything? It's like so, an Amazon? It's like an Amazon competitor? No, absolutely not. No. So Humble Bundle is a website that they they bundle together items, all digital items, ebooks, video games, movies. And what they do is they they bundle they curate these things um, and they bundle them together mm-hmm. and they put them on sale. For a limited time, whether it's a week or two weeks, I, I forget what the what the thing is. If it's if it's steady or if it varies, mm. but it's a limited time, and you go on humble humblebundle dot com, and you see what that week's deal is. Okay, and you choose how much you want to pay for this bundle of digital downloadable items, what? and you also choose how much of your payment goes to the artist, how much goes to uh, a charity, and how much goes back to HumbleBundle.com. Wow. So they just released um, their first comedy bundle, and it's got two Patrice O'Neill releases, uh, Tignataro, Hannibal Burris, 
Louis C.K., Maria Bamford. Um, I think that's it. Uh, oh, oh no, and J- and Jim Norton. So you go to humblebundle.com and you see all the things that they have there. Uh, and as we speak, there's like 13 days or 12 days left to it. And you can buy them, you know, say you want to buy all their seven releases altogether because there's two Patrice O'Neill's, re- uh, two Patrice O'Neill releases mm-hmm. uh, in the bundle. So maybe you want to pay 75 bucks or a hundred bucks or 20 bucks, you know, depending on how you feel. Hmm. And so you pay that, and then the second thing is you you choose where what, what percentage of the money goes where, and then that's it. Then you can download your items. That's pretty cool. So there, you, yeah. So there you go. The first ever uh, comedy bundle from Humble Bundle is is available. I'm not sure for how long, but if you hurry now, you can snatch it up. Go right ahead, yeah. check it out. Um, and you got more info on that on uh, uh, on the site, or yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. If you go to Laughspin, all the details are there, and there's actually a really funny video with Maria Bamford, cool, um, explaining what exactly it is. So go there and check it out. Sweet, very, very, very sweet. Um, okay, great. So before we get out of here, we're going to uh, listen to a, a track from Greg Greg Faith Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. And is this from a new album coming out, or is this? Yeah, he's got a he's got a new album out. You can get it now. It's called Life on Stage. It is excellent. If you're unfamiliar with Greg Fitzsimmons, do uh, get familiar with him. He's got a great podcast. Uh, if you're a fan of people like Bill Burr or Louis C.K., he's sort of in that vein. He's a very funny guy, a veteran comedian, uh, very nice guy. Um, and um, yeah, let's check out a, a track. There you go. So I, I, uh, I quit a long time ago. I quit drinking, and uh, it was a mistake, you know? I had, uh, my friends all said to me, Greg, you know, uh, you got a problem. And so I stopped, and now I look back, and I realize I didn't have a problem. They had a problem. They couldn't handle my drinking because they're weak. I stopped for them. And that's what you start thinking about as you get older. Is like, how many things did I do in my life because of them? Because of what they told me to do. You can't think about that. They will tell you all kinds of stuff. They're going to tell you, you got to cut down on your debt. You must cut down your debt. Why? This is America. We never pay that shit off. Why pay it down if you're not paying it off? That hurts. Debt is just a number that comes on a piece of paper once a month, and you go, look at that, honey. That number is different than it was last month. Let's go out to eat. It doesn't matter. It's just a number. It's not like if it gets down to zero, if you pay it down to zero, it's not like clowns drop from the sky and suck your dick. It's just a number. It goes up, it goes down, doesn't matter. Debt means that you had more fun than you were supposed to. Debt means that you earned this much fun, you went out and had that much fun. That's a success. Savings is a failure. Savings means you earned this much fun, you went out and had that much fun. You don't want to spend it. I'm not spending my fun. I'm holding on to my fun. Don't touch it. This is my fun. And then you die. Spend it. Who cares? I'm making a lot of mistakes. I got a college savings account for my kids. Why? If they're smart, they'll get a scholarship. If they're not, 
They're not supposed to be going to fucking college. <laughs> Made a lot of mistakes. We just, they will tell you all this shit. They will say, you gotta lose 10 pounds. Why? That's all you hear. You gotta lose weight. You gotta lose 10 pounds. No, you don't. You just have to accept yourself. And you're fine. Right? Somebody's still gonna fuck you. I guarantee it. You gotta lose 10 pounds. Why? What if everybody in America really lost 10 pounds? The whole continent would just rise up and there'd be a tsunami and we'd be dead. Thanks, Oprah. I exercise, and uh, I always have, and you know what? I hate it, it hurts, it scares me. I feel like I'm gonna die when I exercise. People see me jogging, they don't think I'm exercising, they think I'm running away from some scary shit. They start running with me, looking over their shoulders, like, oh my God, this is gonna be horrible. A monster, some shit. All right, there he is, Greg Fitzsimmons. He's the man, he is the man. He's got a good uh, podcast too, actually. Fact, yeah, very good. Um, all right, so uh, we're we're done. We're gonna get out of here. Yeah. What do you got, let's, sir? Let's ski daddle. Yeah. You guys, you should be following us, just like Judd Apatow. <laughs> be like your friend and and your and your favorite comedy producer, Judd Apatow, and follow Laughspin on Twitter, Laughspin.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Tumblr. If you want to email me, by all means, do so at Dylan at Laughspin.com. And um, thanks. I appreciate you guys listening. Cool, guys, and you can hear me on my other podcast, mastersofnone.com. Uh, I really appreciate all the folks that have come on over to that. We just started our new season. Uh, yeah, that's it. SoundCloud, uh, allthingscomedy.com. I mean, geez, we're everywhere, Laughspin. It's just, it's a fun time, and it's you can hear us uh, every week right here on the Laughspin Podcast. We'll see you later. Bye.